0: This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, the show that will help you escape the Wall Street casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. I'm your host, Taylor Lode. I'm a real estate investor and I focus on multifamily and self-storage investments. To date, I've acquired, invested in, partnered on, or otherwise had a hand in over $150 million of commercial real estate investments. It's just me today, no guest, wanted to give you a quick update on some things that have happened a bit recently and also provide a little bit of commentary on what we're seeing in the news about all of these bank failures and the implications that it might have for us as commercial real estate investors. So as an update to recent news on my end, I recently attended the Best Ever Commercial Real Estate Conference. It's a conference that I attend every year. It's one of the best that's out there. And I had the opportunity to meet a number of you who listen to this show who came up to me and told me how much you enjoy the show and what you get from it. And I really do genuinely appreciate all of that feedback. I'm not going to mention any names here. You all know who you are. I respect your privacy, but I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you coming up and providing your thoughts about the show. And it's just just fantastic to meet so many of you in person. It's such an amazing feeling. I really hope you're getting the knowledge out of this show that we aim to bring to you to help you build wealth on Main Street. And escape the wall street casino so certainly appreciate that so regarding the content of the conference and my takeaways when i go to a conference like this i spend most of my time if not all of it in the actual halls meeting with people meeting with listeners as i just mentioned meeting with past guests from the show making new connections and just furthering older connections with people who i've met in the past so i spend my time Forming those relationships, having conversations, and learning one to one, you can pick up so much key knowledge in the hallways. But from the actual content portion of the conference, there was the most buzz around a talk that was given about rescue capital and what it might be able to do in the commercial real estate space as the industry kind of deals with increasing interest rates. And this con, this conversation was actually prior to these bank failures that have been going on and all the potential bank runs. Very prescient, but we're seeing some of the impacts on the financial system from these higher interest rates right now, just a few days after this conference. But the Rescue Capital conversation was an investor who gave a presentation around what other investors might be able to do to, frankly, take advantage of People who might be distressed and investors who might be distressed from rising interest rates. It had to deal with a strategy of finding those operators who weren't prepared for higher rates, either through not having sufficient interest rate caps. And now that their interest rate caps are over, they're experiencing negative cash flows, all kinds of other negative impacts from the higher rates. As a way to capitalize at that, on that, we're going to have more information on that discussion. Very soon, we'll have that speaker on the show, Neil Bawa, to speak about Rescue Capital and where that's going. Now, part of the reason that that conversation was so popular is that it's a topic that folks are really worried about more than maybe they need to be. Maybe they are adequately worried about that, but keep your eye out around the conversation of Rescue Capital in the commercial real estate space and how Investors may be able to step in and rescue distressed deals while getting a great bargain. Now, we're also seeing these bank failures and runs on banks. There's a lot of conversation around that. Just wanted to share my perspective on that around what's actually happened and then what we as commercial real estate investors can think about to help protect ourselves in these scenarios. So My understanding of what actually happened is that the bank, Silicon Valley Bank, had a massive increase in deposits. They had a lot of money come in throughout the course of the COVID pandemic, a lot of deposits. And what banks do is they take that money and then they lend it out. And they need to earn a certain yield on that money to then make a profit themselves and pay to their depositors. Silicon Valley Bank had a hard time finding variable rate products to fill all of their demand, to basically deploy all of their capital. And they couldn't find enough opportunities. So what they did is they purchased treasuries and treasuries are considered the risk-free investment. If you go into any of the financial institutions, they're going to consider a treasury to be a risk-free investment if you hold it to maturity. The federal government will pay out on that treasury. That's what the financial industry thinks about. It's how they think about treasuries. But in the interim, the price of a treasury can fluctuate with interest rates. And the way bond pricing works, when interest rates, when market interest rates go up, bond values fall. And that's exactly what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. They had so much holding of treasury bills Uh, When interest rates went up, the prices of those bills fell. That has to do with the actual solvency of the bank. As commercial real estate investors, of course, those things matter because it's the financial industry, but we should be much more concerned about what's going on with our money when we place it in a bank. Are we protected when we put money in our bank accounts? Now, the federal government are talking about unlimited insurance on depositors' accounts, But if that weren't the case, bear in mind that FDIC insurance does exist, and we should aim to only use banks which have FDIC insurance that covers our deposits up to $250,000. Now, when you're investing in a very large commercial real estate deal, you might have more than $250,000 sitting in the bank. So breaking that up across several different accounts and making sure that you're staying under the insurance limit is a prudent move to do. FDIC insurance is a pretty good deal to protect our deposits, but in normal circumstances, we need to make sure that we stay under the insurance cap. Now, one thing I've seen a lot of real estate investors talking about is with these bank failures, is the Federal Reserve going to be willing to continue to push interest rates upward, or are they going to pause interest rate increases? At this point, I see that as anybody's guess. It's essentially reading Jerome Powell's mind, and we can't really do that at this point. There there was a bit of talk last week by Jerome Powell about continuing to hike interest rates that was prior to these bank runs and failures that we're seeing happen. We haven't heard him reverse course on that yet, but In my opinion, the more conservative assumption is to assume that the Federal Reserve will continue to increase interest rates. And then if they don't increase interest rates, then we still benefit because we made the more conservative assumption. Now, I also believe it's not wise to watch the day-to-day fluctuations of interest rates. We should have a focus on the long term, acquiring properties and utilizing business plans and debt that work in the long run, not over a day-to-day, week-to-month basis. We need to be able to cover our expenses and cover our debt and everything on that day-to-day, week-to-week basis. But our goal to build wealth is should really be focused on the long run, five-to-ten-year spans and not focusing on these day-to-day, week-to-week fluctuations, things that are going wrong. Sure, keep an eye on it, but don't sweat it too much. Make a plan, stick to it, and just make sure you're paying your bills, generating cash flow, and you should be well set. So we may see a pause in interest rate increases. Generally, I think the more conservative assumption is to assume that the Federal Reserve will continue to raise interest rates. Maybe not at 50 basis points a month. Maybe they'll stick to 25. We don't really know the schedule, but it seems unlikely that they're going to start cutting interest rates at this point. That would probably be a mistake, and it's just not a very conservative assumption to base our plans around so just some of my thoughts about that, the cause of all of these bank failures, at least at a high level, what that means for us as commercial real estate investors, and how we can think about making plans so that we're not affected by things like these bank failures and we're adequately insured by the FDIC insurance that is available to us as bank account holders. Most commercial real estate investors, when you're having conversations with the experts today will tell you that they believe that rates will probably continue to rise throughout 2023 and then either stagnate or fall in mid to late 2024. At this point, it's a bit of reading the tea leaves. We don't really know whether that's going to happen or not, but still the the consensus amongst the commercial real estate community is that we're probably still on an upward trajectory and we should plan accordingly. And Think about the long term. Next month in April, we will be having a webinar on April 13th about 1031 exchanges. Keep your eye out, keep your ears out for additional information on that. We're going to be bringing on one of the nation's 1031 exchange experts. For those of you who don't know, a 1031 exchange is a way to Sell a property and then buy another one while deferring your capital gain tax bill indefinitely if you really want to. If you want to keep that ball rolling, you can keep deferring your capital gains tax bill for the rest of your life until you pass away. And then there are options that you have when you pass away to provide some tax advantages, serious tax advantages to your heirs. Keep your ears out for that. We'll have announcements throughout the show up until the 13th so you can get access to the webinar if you're not on the email list just go to passivewealthstrategy.com get on the email list and we'll send you updates about the upcoming webinar it was great to meet so many of you at the best ever conference to those of you who came up and shared your thoughts about the show shared that you listened to the show i really genuinely appreciate hearing from you that was just an amazing experience thank you so much for uh, coming up and, and having a conversation with me sharing your thoughts To those of you I haven't met yet, I look forward to meeting you. I know you're all out there, and I really appreciate you tuning in. We will be back on Monday with Mike Deaton, learning how he went from being laid off to financial independence through real estate. Very inspiring story. Maybe some of you out there can relate to being in a tough financial position, needing to push through, and great lessons from Mike Deaton coming up on Monday. So, Catch us then. Until then, I hope you have a great weekend. Try not to sweat the small stuff. Try not to sweat the day-to-day too much. And we'll talk to you on Monday.